podcast <laughs> yo <laughs> I'm start, what's up? that's how i'm starting it this week welcome to the podcast what's up to time played 3hr a podcast in which we play video games for three hours and then talk about them um my name's yes Lee. i'm lucky um and today we are going to talk about a little known indie game called undertale yes um i played it I've played, um, turns out I had played five hours already, uh-huh. um, and I have now played almost three hours, um, um, a legitimate almost three hours, um, <laughs> um, and I did that today and yesterday, um, um, and you've played it and beaten it, I guess? Yep, I played it once, uh, started a second playthrough. Which I haven't finished yet because it's hard. Yeah. And we'll go into that later. But I think you, you touched on something which we should address, Louis. Yeah. Which is apologies for our Half-Life um, episode for all those who listen to it. Yeah. Because our show 3HR, yeah. where we play three hours of a game. I mean... Louis, in fact, <laughs> I, I caught a glimpse of his, his Steam profile. Yeah. Um, Fortunately, he bought it independently because he didn't have my deets. Yeah. And so I saw in his account that he had only played 1.6 hours of it. Now, which is almost three hours, I would say. It's, which, is, which is half. I mean, you know what they say <laughs> when you're halfway on a plane flight, mm. you don't turn around, you keep going. So I'm rounding up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm rounding up here and I've done three hours. You don't just hours. jump out. You don't just hop out. You sit down, you buckle up, you watch the rest of your tiny movie, and you land. Oh, it was Half-Life 1. Everyone <laughs> knows Half-Life 1. Maybe your opinions would have changed. Maybe <laughs> the game wouldn't change, but maybe your views on it would change. Yeah, well. Well, I've definitely played more than three hours of Undertale, so I feel like I can talk about it. Yeah, great. I'm looking forward to it. It's an ideal week as well, because it just came out on PS4. Yeah. In all around the world, including the recent Japanese port. Ah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I played it on on Steam. Um, um, where do I start? Where do I start? Where do I start? So um, the reason I didn't finish it in the first place was just one of those things. Um, video games often disappear from one's brain and then you just kind of move on and you forget about it. Um, and I think I also, I have a tendency of um, like giving up on games after I complete something that's challenging. I don't know about you, but like okay. when when like I do something where I've like died a few times or a bunch of times, and then I finally beat it, and then I go, oh cool, I I I did the thing, I feel good, and then I kind of put it down and then I forget about it. Yeah. Um. So I had just beaten the first time. I assume you fight her multiple times, Undyne, right? Yeah. Um. So I had just beaten her. Uh, maybe I think I maybe walked a little bit further through, but that was basically the last sort of climactic event. And remind me because I, th- I think that Undying fight is a great fight. Yeah. From what I remember. Mm. Um, 
and maybe should we Undertale for those who don't know as well we should yeah we talk should about what, what it it's, it's a really it's a hard one to describe um it's we were we saw each other the other day and we tried we were talking about pinning it down yeah and we sort of came to like well you take it away um so it's like a it's an rpg with some with sort of a combination of turn-based and bullet hell combat um and that are sort of yeah that are sort of encounters so it's sort of you know i guess yeah you sorry you pretty much said it <laughs> for it right <laughs> like it's an rpg where you have encounters and you have boss battles i would say i would also say it's like it's it's an adventure game um, yeah, in a more in a more like traditional sense, like I think the moment to moment stuff actually the most interesting stuff in that game is like is just the text and mm. the surprising events that you come across. Um, um, it's like very it's it's, I mean RPG is actually probably a bad way of describing it because there's not that many role playing elements. Um, there's no character creator or there's nothing like that. It's very linear. Um, it's like it sort of tricks you into feeling almost like it's not linear in a way. Do you know what I mean? Like there's, some, yeah. there's this like, there's there, it's very sort of, it manages to create a sense of scale with such limited, um, assets, um, and, yeah. and linearity, which is really impressive. And, and I think part of that in the fact that it is very linear in terms of like map wise and where you go and what you see. Mm. However, this game does have a lot of paths that you can take, which lead the story down, like vastly opposite routes. Right. Sure. Sure. Um, so something, some, an interesting wrinkle to the game <laughs> is that you um, you can play it completely um, pacifist, um, which is how I've been playing it. Yeah. Same. Um, so I don't. I can't quite remember how if the game like really introduces that concept to you or if it doesn't at all. It doesn't at all. I think it was just it doesn't like at people all. were t- talking about it. So um, when it came out, so I kind of knew that that's that you could approach it that way, um, mm. and I just tend to do that with if the game gives me that option. I always tend to give that a go first. Um, so I would, that's I think what drew me to Undertale, um, and everyone was saying like the soundtrack was really good and stuff, um, and it was just a generally interesting video game. Um, so yeah, as my first time through, that's how I've been playing it, um, and I think I get the sense that it makes the game a lot more challenging. I think um, we should also say that this is a game made by a guy called Toby Fox. Yes, was one um, person. Very much a solo project, which is sort of what's so crazy about it. Yeah. Um, but so I I had a similar sort of thing where the game doesn't tell you that it's pacifist or pure pacifist uh, and you're sort of introduced to the idea that you come up uh, with these encounters and then it says like fight or you can spare mm. and it's sort of your instinct in these games to just go fight because that's what traditionally you're so so used to doing in these sort of uh, in these sorts of games mm-hmm. but um, you discover that the spare options in the pacifist mode to me at least, seemed so much more interesting. Yeah, constantly. And had so much more depth than the battle uh, mechanic, which is quite limited. Yeah. Um, And the way these fights unfold without you actually having any conflict and sort of engaging in conflict and then resolving that conflict through pacifism Mm. 
is a really fun way, but the game doesn't even tell you at all about it. Yeah. I remember... So, and one thing, I don't know if you knew this, because you haven't finished it yet, but I started it without knowing that you could do pure pacifism. Right. And I think I was doing that throughout the start. I think I maybe killed one person. And then at the start, you're faced with Uriel, mm. who's sort of this motherly manatee goat human sort of lady and uh, you fight her and you can hit spare her and it's like she doesn't acknowledge this and it says that a few times so I just presumed you couldn't spare her Mm -hmm. and then I kill her and then I find out that you can go pure pacifism and that's only after like half an hour or an hour into the game when I felt terrible Mm. maybe not even that much and it was like yeah sorry go on yeah and so I restart the game Mm. And it's one of those games that uh, doesn't, like, hard restart. Mm-hmm. So you're introduced... There's a character called Flowey, who's this evil flower. Um, he's quite a prod- predominant figure. And um, he goes, Oh, you're back, are you? You feel guilty about killing Uriel or something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And I love it when games do that as well. Yeah, I, I, I had the, um, the same experience. I, oh, um, really? I tried... I, like, bashed my head against trying to um spare the goat lady for a long time and then i just couldn't figure it out so i just assumed she had to be killed yeah which is um interesting because i think that's a sort of the true ending of that game in a way is mm. pacifism yeah. or what it feel how it's presented at least but uh it's you know you're not presented anything to sort of hint that that's possible yeah and uh you mess it up as soon as you kill anything, <laughs> yeah. Which is which, which is what you'd naturally do at the very start. So it's yeah. I think it kind of if you went in not knowing anything about this game, you'd have to do at least two playthroughs mm. to even get that. And that that moment with that evil flower, where they um, they call you out on restarting the game, yeah, it, like genuinely like shook me. Like it just like yeah like something inside me ruptured when when that, when that flower spoke and because that flower is like that flower is like impressively unpleasant um, yeah um, I can't I don't know what it is I think it's a combination of like the simplicity of of the drawing because um, this game has like a very simple like sixteen bit I guess pixel art style like very um, yeah very like kind of like if everything was drawn in MS Paint and then you took the pixel count down it's kind of how it looks a lot of the time. Um, obviously better than that but like as a sort I mean, of, it's a very unassuming game sure. i think it's in like, terms of graphics yeah, like. sure um but and the 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 flower is is among that art style um and it's originally presented as like a cutesy little flower and then it like turns this like evil face and i think it has like some gross sound effect along with that and it's like simple enough where it just like pokes you especially when it's saying something that's um that you feel genuinely bad about um so that was like a really really good moment um, and it's and like the, I've been carrying that with me the entire time I played this game. Like every single time I spare someone, I'm still thinking about the fact <laughs> that actually I know I still killed someone. Really, I've still killed someone. Yeah, um, and that can't that's be what forgotten. It does. And that's really really cool. Um, yeah, I agree. Um, to describe, I guess I kind of would like to describe maybe more how the combat and pacifist stuff works. So if you imagine like if you imagine like a Pokemon game, right? Instead of, um, man, I couldn't describe a Pokemon game properly. That's a bad analogy. But um, if you imagine like any classic turn-based RPG, you have like a list of attacks you can do that will affect them in different ways. Um, 
and but in so in Undertale you have those but you also have sort of social or emotional versions of those attacks so instead of just straight up attacking you have like hug or approach or um, ask ask how their day was or like things like that yeah um, and so the challenge is um, sort of trying to figure out the emotional state of this enemy that you're um, sort of engaging with and figuring out what their um, what their sort of emotional weaknesses are or their insecurities um, and then finding the right one that like taps into that and sometimes it can be it's not like you're being nice to them all the time um, you can be abusive to them to get them to go away with mm. words um, so like if I don't know if someone's really insecure you can tell them if someone's really insecure about like the color of their hair you can tell them their hair looks stupid um, if it gives you that option and then they might like run away or you can then spare them um, which is um, it's it's cool how it still has the same it's cool how it still has the same level of interactivity as as combat it doesn't it doesn't change the amount you're doing it's not that when you're doing it's much more yeah and yeah that's true it's much more than regular combat yeah that's true and yeah i think the re- I ha- i've barely looked at it right so like the regular combat is just like a kind of um like a golf like when you play a golf mini game <laughs> thing right? yeah like it's exactly sort of right meter that goes back and forth what was that um everybody's golf yeah it's just kind so of did you play everybody's golf on psp no i didn't <laughs> it was fun yeah um so I did a similar thing where I, my first playthrough or, or 1.1 or whatever is after my little blip of this restart um, was pacifism. And then I started a you know, full kill everything run. Mm. And um, the, it's gameplay wise a lot less fun because the combat is just exactly that. It's a bar um, and there's a red middle zone and the little line goes across the bar back and forwards and you hit it in the middle mm. to get the most damage down. Mm-hmm. Do you find it easier, like significantly easier? Uh, I think it kind of is as well because when you kill things, you level up Yeah. and gain like health. Yeah, so it's, uh, it's on, as, as, a, as, as a pacifist character, I'm still level one. Yeah, you know, and that's, you spend the whole game with 20 health. The only thing you get is money and you get that if you spare them but if you flee you don't get anything yeah and you can to be honest like most of the regular fights you can just run away from if you want to um there's there's no punishment for it um and also i think we should mention that the combat is so when you're attacking when it's your turn it's either these text-based emotional blah 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 or the combat with the bar but when it's their turn it's very much like a, the bullet hell section where there's a little box and you're a little heart and they'll have a varying range of attacks that are normally pretty fun and quite funny mm. and you got to avoid stuff or whatever the gimmick is or the mechanic is. Yeah, they'll, they'll often be, especially with like a boss fight, there'll be like specific gimmicks or like, um, yeah, sort of funny projectiles that represent whatever this character is, is feeling or whatever um, and they're sort of trying to hit you basically and you're just avoiding it like asteroids or whatever. Mm. Um, yeah it's cool it's cool um, it doesn't it, it's, it doesn't like it's not one of those games that like begs me to play it um, I find it's like it's kind of like a book that's like good when you're reading it and then you kind of forget about it when you close yeah, it yeah I get that um, 
and I like it. I think the things that I like the most are that it is because I think because so this is made by one person. I think almost entirely. Um, yeah. And because it's almost like they said, let's only focus on the small things. Like you know what I mean. So it's like there's not nothing is um, hugely detailed. Um, nothing is like grandiose or or any, like everything is very humble, which means that they can focus on because of that simplicity. It means that they've focused on like every tiny other little every other little moment that you usually don't experience in games. Right. Um, I'm trying to think of a good example of that, but I guess just even like every this is every moment there is something kind of new happening because I guess because everything is so simple that they have to constantly be throwing new little dynamics at you. So the bit I'm I just like I've got through now is with this um, guy that has a crush on me, um, this like scientist guy. Um, a girl, I think. Oh, it's a girl. Okay. Yeah. Um, and she, um, she like set up my phone to be on like a social media thing. So like every like, every like ten seconds, I get like <laughs> a little message from them about, and they're like watching me. That I think I'm like li- they're like live streaming my performance. Um, so she's like constantly talking about that. Um, it's just like is the game is just constantly throwing tiny little moments at you. And it works, I guess, because it's written well. Like, it wouldn't work if, if the person writing this didn't know what they were doing with that stuff. Um, no. It's just constantly... It actually makes me laugh, which most games, I don't think, do. Yeah. Um, and, like, cute, subtle, not, like, gross kind of laugh at this ways. Just, like, this This is, like, a cute, weird thing that's happening on screen right now. Um, yeah. I think, I think the characters are pr- very well done and very varied with a lot of individuality mm, mm, sure um, what was I going to say I think I'll tell you what I what I think how I sort of felt this game was like for me is so I think because it's so purely like one person's vision it kind of feels more like in, whereas a lot of games will be say a TV show or a movie mm. this game sort of feels like a YouTube video in comparison mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Sure. So it doesn't have that sort of full production of, uh, you know, thought out by tons of people and it's what you expect to see. It's just how you go through YouTube and find just some very super random videos and it just feels like that. Yeah. It's like when you stumble across a ridiculous video where you're just like, oh, fuck, this is great. Yeah, because they... What a, I guess, what a video. <laughs> because they can, like... Because it's just them, they can decide to, like, spend slightly more time on some dumb thing that they know that they can do just for fun and yeah yeah i guess that's what i mean when i'm talking about like the smaller details is like overall it's like pretty sort of low it's all like a certain quality and and it's fine um but then just like there's constant little things that the developer clearly was just like trying to make this game and it's like oh wouldn't it be funny if i just did this tiny thing wouldn't it be funny if there were like five bombs to diffuse for some random reason and also now the text in the speech bubble is bombs also because that's funny. You know, just Why like conscious that stuff is like constant um, and but not overbearing. Um, I think it's really well done. Yeah, I agree. 
I agree. It also, I guess it also, like, gives you space as well. There's times when, like, it's just kind of quiet um, and it's just music because the music's good, so you can just kind of potter about. Yeah, there's some really great songs, like that Undyne song. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, it's great, and I love the snowed-in town theme. Mm, I don't I got them on a couple of my playlists, mm. and it's just, like, a great soundtrack, which, the fact that it's by one guy, uh, pretty good pretty talented yeah it's always mind-blowing when someone like the combination of doing game stuff writing stuff and also the music is um get me out of here yeah like <laughs> also <laughs> celebrity like, also doing the music i'm bailing nuts i guess he's yeah he just must have had experience doing that stuff yeah and i don't know i know nothing about him or where he's from or anything i follow him on twitter does, does and I get a, he's, he's quite a sort of rogue tweeter. Right. Where he sort of, he tweets a bit. Um, and he often just, it's either something to do with Undertale or just some really random shit. Mm. But he seems like a pretty cool guy. Uh, I think he's American. He's never, does he like work at like a big company before or? <laughs> I mean, he's only 25. Yeah, he's from Jeez. Boston, Mass. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. nice. Yeah. That's pretty nice. I like when I uh, type on this show and you hear <laughs> you hear the typing. The tippity tapping. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like you. something I like. You're busy. Um, <laughs> yeah. Art style, it's kind of weird. Like, it's pretty nice. It's just if you imagine someone drew a bunch of characters and made them the best they could in pixel art. Uh, I think where this game goes kind of great also is in some of the fights mm. like it's very simple the way the whole game plays out but then in some of the fight sequence especially with bosses uh, all the rules that have been established so far in combat are just totally broken Yeah. so I mean I can't really remember the battles that well I played it like two Christmases ago mm. when it came out-ish um, and this was I think another reason why I love this game so much is that it was a holiday game for me right where I got it in Australia. Uh, no, I got it before I went to Australia for holiday. So I just spent it, you know, on holiday playing games. And I think a holiday game is always, in a way, that like a holiday book, not that I read. Um, yeah. It's fun. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Um, it's how these rules get totally broken in combat. So you're presented with a fight and you know what you're doing. And then suddenly... Like, the box that you're used to working with changes shape or things that normally only happen, like, in a certain way just totally flip or... I don't know. Um, I just seem to remember that happening quite a bit and you're like, okay, this is fun. Yeah, this so is I'm, cool. I'm this like... This an interesting change. I stopped um, <clears throat> on a boss fight with a spider lady. And yeah. um, in that boss fight, you... I think she like pours tea into the, the sort of the bullet hell box that you play within and it for and it puts you on these like lines. I don't really quite know what the metaphor is there, but I guess she's like a spider. So it's like spider webs. I'm not really sure. Um, so you're sort of, so you're forced onto this um, just like three lines and you can go up and, and down these lines and then slide along the lines left and right. Um, and then she will send like spiders along these lines and that's what you have to dodge. And then, she gets her pet to chase you as you like climb this ever this ever going set of lines 
Um, that's a terror. I can't imagine how that looks with that description, but something nice. <laughs> wow, I, I see it. Oh. Yeah. yeah, it's all coming together. Yeah, 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 yeah. Are you gonna finish it? Uh, I don't think so. No, it's I like it a lot. Um, I just I think you should because this game really came together in the later moments for me. Yeah, I can imagine. Like, that. I enjoyed it all the way through, um, but sort of reflecting on the last couple hours, I think the characters really sort of come through and really shine, and you're just like, oh. Do you um? Is, do you know? Do you remember how nice. long it is? Uh, I think it was probably around. Twelve. Mm, I was hoping I for like say. a nine-hour game. I want to say. Let me check Steam. Um, talk while I check. Yeah, I think um, <laughs> it's the kind of it's the kind of. I kind of want to like completely wipe my brain of my knowledge of it and start again, um, and then go on like a ten-hour plane journey or something. Um, and just sit and play play it through. Um, uh. So I'm just forced to finish it because I would like to. I would like to see it all because um, the elements about that I really really do enjoy. Um, but it's just it just doesn't like yeah it doesn't grip you enough. Grip me enough. Anyway, if you play on PS4 and don't have a PC, I say go get it. I say go get it. You'll have a great time. I massively enjoyed this game. Did it come out um, on the uh, the Switch? It would make sense if it would. It seems pretty appropriate. Yeah. But um, it hasn't yet. I would get it if I had a Switch. <laughs> if you had a Switch. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe me too. Yeah. We'll get Switches. And then we'll play it. Yeah, maybe we should both get Switches. Mm -hmm. We should just get the money together okay. buy a Switch and do a special Switch edition 3HR just we, just play. <laughs> we only play three hours of the Switch <laughs> yeah and then we throw them all maybe we can buy one Switch and then you play three hours I play three hours and then return uh, it and we sell it yeah that sounds terrible or sell it on no that which would be very viable like super viable because of high demand <sighs> yeah they, they go for more used at the moment Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, I saw them on Amazon recently. I thought about it, but yeah, I sort of because um, game websites kind of tell you when they're back on sale. So like, I like kind of half know when they're back on Amazon. Always look at it and just be like, ah. Yeah, it's like I, I could press that it. button right now, but maybe I'm not gonna press that button. Right <laughs> but I probably shouldn't. <laughs> I have to pay bills oh, yeah. and all those things. Oh, yeah, it's a lot of money. Yeah. Without, because I never account for the games as well. Yeah, and and Nintendo so, games never drop in so price. So I'm always like, it's, like, it's two eighty. Come on. Yeah, but and then you're like plus fifty quid. Yeah, for plus a game. Like Splatoon two will be fifty quid, and it's like oh. Zelda fifty quid, Mario probably like forty five. I guess Zelda, you get Zelda first, right? Yeah. Yeah. I do want to play Splatoon though a lot. Yeah. Because I don't have a Wii U. Yeah. And didn't play it other than at your house for a little bit. Yeah. 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 Um, anyway, I think this game's just totally one man's uh, child, and it's just like a pure look into one person's mind for what he wanted out of a game, mm. and he did a very good job executing it, and I think 
a lot of people I'm sure have already created very similar things um, because of it. Yeah, and I'm, I'm sure we'll see many more things said, especially in terms of sort of narrative. Yeah, with that sort of mm, very jokey, relaxed. Uh, yeah, narrative. I'd be, yeah, I'd be really These curious characters. to see the kind of thing he would make next, like how how you sort of follow that up. I saw an interesting tweet actually that he did. Um, he did a tweet. He did a tweet that said like. Undertale may be the thing that I'm most ever, uh, what's the word, like known for, but um, doesn't matter as long as I can keep getting better and having fun. Yeah, that's probably the right way to approach it. So, which is pretty crazy because it's the same with anything really. Whenever you're uh, young and you make one thing that blows up, I mean, I guess it's the same with most musicians. Mm. Um, and a lot of industries where you just peak early. And with like certain two or three projects, yeah, which the is a first pretty quite pretty crazy way to live. You do. Yeah, for most people. Yeah, which is nuts and kind of spooky. Yeah, kind of, but I think, um, I think you just you got to learn that that stuff doesn't really um, actually matter. You know, like yeah, as long as you're enjoying making the thing, like. You just gotta just do that instead, and not worry about. Because once the thing's done and it's done, and and then, and then you kind of no point looking gotta, back. You gotta let it go. Oh, absolutely, and I mean, who cares if it's like people like it the most? Yeah, you might not like it the most. Like, there's loads of stuff. Also, in my experience, anyone the, does that. The things that I like the most are rarely the things that the things that I make that I like the most are rarely yeah. the things. Yeah, hey, absolutely, like. absolutely. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, let's let's round this off. Yeah, I think that's Undertale, man. I think we've done it. Yeah, clean. Um, clean. I just realised I did not think about something for you to play next week at all. Hey, I did that last week. But I don't have a list anywhere near me. Um, Fresh. So uh, we can just hit them with the surprise. Yeah. So it'll be a it'll be a handy dandy um, surprise, a mandy. Nice. Old same. Clean. Um, this podcast, I don't know if you're aware of this, Lockie, but this podcast, 3HR, Clamped, 3HR goes yeah. up every single Sunday, not a one. Yeah, I, I, I put them up. Um, uh, it goes up on SoundCloud and iTunes and maybe some other places. Yeah. YouTube coming soon. I YouTube think, to, coming, uh, coming soon. That's exciting. Um, I reckon we maybe start with, uh, this one and maybe make like the last of us our first one we upload. Okay into straight into this you think uh, you've got time to do that not today not for tomorrow but um oh we'll just put it up on like Monday or whatever yeah okay or whenever because I'm quite busy next week yeah sure uh yeah so whenever but look forward to it yeah um and then also sometimes Tumblr when I remember to click the button yes um and I think that's us man Right. I think we're done. Okay. Alright. Hey. Thanks for talking. <laughs> yeah, you too. Later. <laughs> Bye. I got three. I got three. I got three. I got three. I got three.